This is To The Max Podcast, sponsored by Ignite. To The Max is designed for those of you who desire to become a higher expression of yourself. You will learn, laugh, and listen to information that will stretch you from center to circumference. I am your host, Dario Melton. Everything in creation has been designed to grow to its fullest potential. God is in the business of maximizing. You are the highest expression of his creation. It's time for you to go to the max. There is greatness inside of you. To walk with God is to walk with the maximizer. Every step on the journey, the maximizer is making you greater and stronger. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can imagine according to the power that is at work in you. God is in the business of taking you to the max. Well, good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It is another day for you to become all that God has created you to be. It is another day, another moment, another opportunity for you to maximize that you're not a mistake, that you didn't just happen and just fall into this place. I love the word predestined, that you have been predestined to be who God wants you to be. And when you make the right decision and when you take the right actions, things will begin to unfold and you will become to be the higher expression of yourself that God has called you to be. Again, get up this morning, square those shoulders, lift your head and smile for weeping may endure for a night, but now it's morning time. So let's be joyful. Let's choose joy today. Let's choose to be joyful for the day that the Lord has given us. I want to begin our conversation this morning by sharing with you a story about three preachers, the Baptist preacher, the Methodist preacher, and the Pentecostal preacher. These three preachers decided to go on the fishing trip. And while they're out there fishing, um, the Methodist preacher had uh, an idea. He said, um, pastors, since we're not catching anything, why don't we use this time and pass the time by sharing our secret sins and what we're struggling with? In fact, he made it sound so good, he began to quote James to him. He said, confess your sins one to another. And the Pentecostal preacher said, you know what? I think that may be a great idea. Because wherever two or three are gathering his name, there he is. And maybe I can pray for you all to get you delivered. The Baptist preacher said, um, I don't really know about that idea. I think it's a bad idea. I don't think it's healthy. I don't think it would be for our advantage if we shared what we're struggling with. I think it's best that we as pastors hold our issues to ourselves. And so after an hour or so of the Pentecostal preacher and the Methodist preacher urging and pressuring the Baptist preacher to join with them and sharing 
what they struggle with, sharing their secret sins, the Baptist preacher finally gave in. And so the Methodist preacher said, well, I begin. Since it was my idea, I begin. He said, gentlemen, I know y'all won't believe this because I'm a pastor. I preach on Sundays. He said, I know you won't believe this, but every Saturday night, I go to the city about 30 miles from here. And when I go to the city, which is about 30 miles from here, I get plastered. I drink as much as I can drink. Because I got to get up in that pulpit and I got to preach through what I'm dealing with. The other two sat there for a moment, shocked and quiet at the same time. And after about five to 10 minutes, the Pentecostal preacher says, okay, my turn. I'm not going to judge you. I, I, I think it's good for me to share with you what I struggle with. What's my secret sin? The Pentecostal said, for the past two years, I've been having an affair with a woman inside of my church. The other two gasped for air and sat there quietly. An hour passed. And the Methodist and the Pentecostal preacher got impatient. Besides, the Methodist had shared with them he had an alcohol problem. The Pentecostal preacher had shared with them he had a flesh problem. And so hours passed. And the Methodist and the Pentecostal got impatient. And they said, now, listen here, brother. We told you our secret sins. We told you what we were struggling with. It's only fair that you share with us what's your struggle. The Baptist minister hung his head in shame. He took a deep breath in and he exhaled out slowly. He said, okay, you got me. I heard y'all issues. I know you are alcoholic. I know you chase women. He says, here it is. I am the worst gossiper in town and I can't wait to get back home tell you this not just for the humor but to tell you this that your partnership matters it matters who you partner with that partnership is so significant and you becoming all that you have been called to be for you to walk wherever God has called you to go in fact, in Ecclesiastes um, chapter 4, uh, the Bible says, um, verse 9 through 12, two are better than one. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. 
In fact, not, not only are two better than one, uh, Jesus in his um, position on partnership lays out the groundworks for us that he believes in partnership. He sends 12 disciples out in pairs. He sends 70 out in the Gospel of Luke in pairs. Why do he send them out in pairs? It's simple because we all need someone who can help as the Ecclesiastes says, who can help us to get a return on the work that we're putting out. But the second thing Ecclesiastes says to us, if either of them falls down, one can help the other up. So we need partnership for support. No, not to carry us, but to help us. And the idea of partnership goes all the way back to the garden. Adam who is created with great purpose. Adam who's created um, the highest expression, the pinnacle of God's creation, who's, who's, who's been more gifted than anybody who walked the face of this earth. Adam, when he was created, when he was deposited here on the earth, God said, it is not good that the man don't have a partner. So then partnership is God's idea. That partnership is God's idea for your destiny. That partnership is God's idea for your purpose. There is no purpose without partnership. Let that sink into your mind. There is absolutely positively no purpose without partnership. So in other words, if I understand purpose, I have to appreciate partnership. Without partnership, my purpose becomes frustration. Why? Because partnership is necessary. That having a partner in your life is necessary. No, not to carry you, but to help you. And so God established the idea of partnership. That partnership is nothing new under the sun. Partnership is an ideal that was established by God. And if this ideal was established by God, it was established to make sure that we fulfill our purpose. And maybe the reason why some of our purposes are frustrated is because we don't have healthy partnership. See, this is what partnership says. Partnership says, I can help 10,000 people, but I can't carry one person. In other words, I can't carry you. I only can assist you in becoming who you ought to be. And many of you who are listening this morning, sometimes family feel that way. Sometimes family feel that way like, Everybody in the family wants you to carry them. And now you're worn down. You're tired because you've been carrying everybody else. But it seems like there's been nobody there to help carry you. And you weren't designed or created to carry anybody. You weren't designed or created to be carried. The only thing that carries anybody, any person has four legs. Let that sink in for a moment. Anything that carries anybody has four legs.
let me make this very, 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 I guess, I guess clear. Um, horses have four legs. Donkeys have four legs. Even chairs have four legs. Whatever is meant to carry it, somebody or to hold somebody has to have more than two legs. And so God did not create you to carry people. God created you to carry the purpose and he sends partnership to help you to work out of the purpose. When we even consider the early church, Peter and John went to minister together. Paul and Barnabas mentioned together. Even in fact, in Acts chapter 16, Paul and Silas was in prison. They was in a tight place. And what did they do? They didn't carry each other. They assisted each other, one prayed and one song, while they were in prison. So then, um, if we're going to um, walk in our purpose for God, we have to understand that there is strength and numbers. I didn't say you had to have a whole lot of partnership, but you got to have at least one partnership because partnership and purpose go hand in hand. God would never give you a purpose that does not include people. Your purpose is never directly for you. God would never give you a purpose that's about you. That your purpose is to help humanity and God always was in partnership. So what if it seems like your purpose is not, or you're not fully operating in your purpose? Maybe it's your growing season. And if it's not your growing season, I, I like the word, the term, um, um, I like the concept that is your learning season. For whatever you're not doing at the moment, you must be in a season of learning that I'm learning on what to expect, what not to do, how to handle, when not to handle. And many of our experiences in life are literally learning experiences to prepare us for partnership. See, if, if we don't experience certain things in life, we will never know what to look for in partnership. The Bible says God brought the woman to man. And I'm not just talking about a relationship when it, um, when it deals with marriage. I'm talking about partnership when it deals with business. Because this is a business relationship. That God brought the woman to help the man. God said we're not good. That the first priority, and I think it's important that I say this. The first priority for man and woman was a business priority. God said, Adam has all this purpose. He has all this stuff, but he can't operate all this stuff by himself. He needs a business partner. And so the experiences that we have in life are there to help us navigate what type of partner we want in our business. So if you never had the experiences that you have, you wouldn't know what to check off or what box to check off when the wrong partnership comes. But because you've had these trying times in life and because you had these difficult times in life, now you got your own um, list of things, you know, that you don't need in the partnership because you experienced this before and you know this set you back. But it didn't set you back and stop you from walking in purpose, but it was a learning moment. So you check this off the box. I can't carry nobody. I, I don't need to be in partnership with anybody who's looking for me to carry them. 
<laughs> because the truth be told, it's difficult for me just to carry myself. Did you hear that? That is difficult sometimes for me just to carry myself. And if and if you really knew what I was dealing with when I deal with me, you'll say, you know what? That's not enough of you to help carry me too. So I'm, you mark that off on the list that this I need a partnership that's not expecting me to carry them. The Bible says that um, in Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 4, verse 10, that if either of them, this is once the partnership has been, 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 been sealed, if any one of the partners falls down, the other partner can, here's the key word, can help, not carry, can help the other up. Oftentimes people get help um, and carry and confuse. That they 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 blame people for not helping them when what they're really looking for is someone to carry them. No, the scripture says that if one partner falls down, the other partner can help grab him by the hand, get up on his shoulders, and help him up. But it says pity to anyone who falls and has no partnership that the the, the, the the scripture says has no one to help them up my 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 rendering my um translation that that the woe or pity is anyone who falls and don't have a partner that doesn't have partnership because partnership is so crucial in in life that that we all need partner Ship. We all need someone to partner with us. That that even Jesus chose people to walk with him. We need partnership. And if we ever get in our minds that if we're gonna walk and be walk into and become all God has called us to be, then we're gonna have to make sure we allow the right people into our lives. One of the issues that, that we struggle with, many of us struggle with, is that we allow the wrong people into our lives, and now we experience damage. We experience damage that they inflicted upon us, and because of the damage that was inflicted upon us, we are missing the right partnership that God is sending us. Let me do the remix. <laughs> that God sends the right partnership. But because we're so damaged from the wrong partnerships that we enter into, we can't see the godly partnerships that he sent to us. And the one of the reasons we can't see him because the person don't look like we thought our partner should look like. Because partnership doesn't have to look. Partnership is not based off how things look. Partnership is based off connection. What do I mean connection? That it seems like your ideas connect with that individual. No, not because they like what they see and they see how this can benefit them, but it's as if they were thinking the same thing. They say, well, yeah, I see that, but I see how my idea fits inside there and it connects like a puzzle. That, that, that what you are doing is necessary for what I'm accomplishing or what I'm trying to accomplish. And if we can take both of our, our purpose together, if we can take both of our ideas together and merge them together, the two become greater than the parts alone. Because when we separate them, that the sum become greater than the parts. Yeah, we can do our own thing separately and have little success. We can go our own separate way and have a little success, 
But imagine if we take all of our gifting and our talents and we put it together, we go back to Ecclesiastes 4, that if we're having any problems at any time, that the Bible declares that two are better than one. We're talking about partnership because they have a good return for their labor. So in other words, we're talking about investment. True partnership is about investing. And so that's another thing you mark off on your list. You'll be able to determine whether it's true partnership, not based off of what they take from you, but you'll be able to determine true partnership based off on how much they invest in you. So if there's no investment in you and there is no partnership, if the only thing that takes away from people and literally suck them dry are leeches. And see, because of what God has given you and what God has placed in your life, you need people who's not trying to feed off of you. You need people who are trying to invest into you. They're not just investing to you as the person, but they're investing into the purpose, the ideal that God has given you to be impactful in the earth. So then there's a return on the investment when there are two together. Now, you can invest by yourself. You'll get a little return. And you can go in your yard and, 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 and become a gardener. But imagine if you decide to partner with someone else and say, we're going to buy five acres and we work the five acres together versus working the quarter of an acre in your backyard. Now you got more for the investment that you as two of you working the land now versus one. And so two are better than one. So we're marking them off the list. Now, the, the second check again is they invest in me. They're not first. They're not looking for me to carry them. Second, they invest in me. Uh, the, the third thing um, Ecclesiastes says, and if two lie down together, they will keep warm. That when you have purpose, when you have um, a calling, uh, when you understand your destiny, when you are moving towards self-actualization, there will be cold seasons in your life. There'll be moments in your life where it seems like um, the leaves are falling off. But the Bible says if we have partnership, the partnership will help the coals keep burning in our lives. That when it seems like things are dwindling down and getting worse because of the coldness of the season that we're in, if you have true partnership, they will be the ones who will keep the fire burning. They won't let you give in, give in on your purpose or give up on your purpose. They'll remind you that you're bigger than the season that you're in right now. And that's what some of you need to be reminded of this morning. You need to be reminded that you're bigger than the season that you're in. And so you need a partner for encouragement. Yes, because walking in purpose all the time is not um, glitter and gold. But walking in purpose oftentimes involves struggle there'll be times you'll want to quit it's not because of the purpose it's because of what the purpose attract and anything worth walking in listen anything worth becoming anything worth having in life 
will face opposition. And so a sign of opposition is not that you are missing your purpose. In fact, opposition can be a sign that you are literally getting closer to the purpose that you have been called to walk in. And then finally, the Bible says, though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. In other words, I need partnership because I can fight better when I got a partner. That yes, you, you can fight by yourself. You got a little moves you can make by yourself. But when you got two people fighting together, you can stand back to back and keep moving forward with the purpose. And that's why you, the Bible says to us, put on the whole armor of God. So if you got armor on you in the front and your partner got armor on them, that means you can't get attacked from any angle. So I need partnership to help me fight in life. Because when you got purpose, you got to fight for your purpose. No, no one is just going to hand you your purpose. No, Satan is not just going to give you your purpose. He's going to try to destroy everything that you put out. And so you got to be willing to fight. And it's best to have somebody. You got to make sure you know who's in the trench with you. Because there will be seasons of being in the trench. But you need someone who can help fight when you're down in the trench. You don't need everybody help lifting the flag once you've already had the victory. But when you have a true partnership, partnerships say, you know what? We in this thing together. And while they're throwing blows and they're throwing darts, the true partner said, I'm standing out here in the trench with you. That I'm not going to leave you out here to, to, to take on all of this by yourself. And finally, true partnership says this to us. True partnership says that a cord of three strands is not quickly broken. In other words, wherever two people come together in partnership, Partnership, which was established by God, is established by God, which is the blueprint of what it means to walk in purpose. Uh, partnership says that a cord of three strands is not quickly broken. You say, how do we go from one plus one equals three? Because God says when we have true partnership, then he's inside of it. You can't help but to win. When you understand you got, you got, you got purpose, you got the right partnership, and now you got the power of God who's inside of this purpose and this partnership that you can't lose with God. God said, when you partner up, I become a partner of the whole purpose. So I want you to ask yourself as we leave today, who's your partner? Have you run the checklist down and say who you can use as a partner, who you can't use as a partner? Are they looking for you to carry them? Are they looking to invest in you? Are, are they looking to, to fight with you or they're they looking to fight against you? And most important, is God in the, in the midst of this partnership? And if you can't answer if God is in the midst of the partnership, you got to change partners. Listen, we're out of time. Thank you for listening in today. Look forward to talking to you on next week. Thank you for listening to the Max Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Ignite. Be sure to visit ignite.club. That's I-G-N-Y-T-E dot C-L-U-B to join the conversation and access additional content that will take you to the max.